Well, welcome to Becoming an Elite Financial Advisor with Sten Morgan, where we help financial professionals like you recognize and reach your potential faster. In part one of how to use your advisor's superpowers, we identified what they are and why they're so important if you want to become an elite advisor. In this episode, you'll learn how to develop your superpower and why who you hire is the key to maximizing your superpower strengths. Thanks for joining us today, and here is Sten Morgan. Thank you, Andy. I love this topic. Uh, We had to split it into at least two episodes because it's intense and that big. Deep. You ever watch a show? This is you know we're old enough. We can. You ever watch a show and you're like, this is so good, and then you're like, oh, this is a two parter. (laughs) Nice, right? That is like when you know. Usually it's thirty minutes, you know. But, you know, whether it's Full House or whatever, I know you're a huge Full House fan. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're a Full House. But you know, this, was, this was big enough. It deserved two. So we spent, you know, almost 30 minutes, at, you know, really just naming what they are. But now it's about, now it's about how do you develop them? It's the hard um, part. And I, I, lo- I, love, I love some of your realizations on this. But uh, we, we broke this into really four steps. First is to identify how, how do you actually find out what they are. So where do you start when you want to know what are my superpowers? Again, the, the industry is an obstacle here. Uh, unintentionally, I'll give the industry a little grace. That's catchy. The industry is an obstacle. It is. That's, I, but I think true. it's what everybody is teaching, which is average path, which 80% of advisors don't make it past five years. It's a, it's a broken system and approach that people are trying to fix, but for whatever reason, it's not changing. Okay. And with that, superpowers is not something you're told when you start in this business. It's, it's not, you know, it's probably not the, the career day dad or mom that goes in and says, I'm a financial advisor. It's probably not the one that the kids talk about the next day. But within all of that, to be an elite advisor, which in turn can grow a great team, which in turn can impact your community and your family, you need to have something that you are better than 80% of people at, 80% of advisors right? that you are known for, that if somebody asks you what your superpower is, you know what it is. And so the first obstacle is like, okay, do I have one already? I just don't know it. Yeah. Or do I need to find one to develop? I was very encouraged as we were developing, you know, our, our conversation for today and, and uh, our prior episode. I, I love the idea of, because I thought that it was like, oh, well, this is going to come out of a natural ability. Mm-hmm. And part of identifying it, and you corrected me and said, like, you might not be naturally gifted at this. But you could identify one that you want to pursue and just start building it. Yep. Which I think is really encouraging because you're like, I got nothing. You're like, okay. Yeah. Start there. Yeah. Right. One thing I used to hear all the time when I'd go speak at uh, annual events for offices, you know, 100 advisors, 200 advisors, I'd usually meet with the managing director or somebody before. Oh, yeah. And more often than not, they would say, Sten, remember they're not you. Almost isn't like, hey, kind of dumb it down, lower your expectations a lot because. Let's be honest. What's really going to come out of this? It's very inspirational. Manager. It was. And I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll do my best to make an impact. And I think there's there's truth in that, in that uh, maybe everybody's not going to do it in three years. But the, the conception that it's totally beyond your reach yeah. is a lie. And, and I know that now, and I'm thankful for this because I interact with so many advisors and hear so many stories that, that name an obstacle you think you have – or a limiting belief you think yeah. you have, yeah. and, and I have an elite advisor that's overcome it Yep, and, and pushed beyond it. Was their path a little harder? Maybe. But the, the end goal is still attainable. Yeah, absolutely. So there are some places you can go to start to you know identify uh, your superpowers. 
you you could start with someone that you trust, someone that you feel like knows you. Uh, I like to say your best friends tell you the most truth. So uh, this obviously might not, if you don't already have the superpower sort of origins, mm-hmm. they may not see it. But some people just need the advice of, of someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but also there's things that do come to you naturally. Like if you're an extrovert and you really like meeting new people. Lean into that. Lean into yeah. that. Right. It's maybe not, it's probably not a superpower yet, but it's the, the, the beginning, the beginnings of one right. potentially. Right. Right. Um, but I, I thought this was a really helpful nuance because I know that there's people listening to the show that have not gotten into the business yet. Mm-hmm. I got an email from a college student about studying for their series seven. I mean, it's like, like last, like a couple of days ago. So I know we've got those and then we've got people in the business for 20, 30, 40 years. So the other part of identifying this is also saying, hey, you have to factor in what stage of career. So could you maybe speak to how does your stage of career affect what superpower you might you might choose? Yep. So we believe in five stages for every advisor in their career. You're a rookie, stable, maturing, comfortable, or thriving. Mm-hmm. Very few make it to thriving. Very few stay there a very long time without slipping back and then mm-hmm. hopefully achieving it again. Depending where you are in your practice now, you may say, I don't think I have a superpower. I've just kind of grinded it out and I'm successful with a team and have good income. Your superpower may need to be leadership or delegation, communication of ideas to your team to inspire them. If you are a rookie or you are stable, this is where I was, my superpowers had to be technical knowledge. Yeah. I had to just be really confident in the value I could bring because if I got a plate appearance with a prospect, I had to, yeah, I had to get a hit. Yeah. The other one was communication or speaking. I avoided every speaking course in college. I mean, I built really? my my course schedule around <laughs> where where do I not have to present? Language? That's oh. like foreign languages, no. Yeah. Oh, it was it was hilarious when you sit down and and the the means I would go to to avoid that. Till I eventually said, I think this is something I need. And I yeah. think the better I imit this skill, the more success I'll have. So I leaned into it heavily and we'll talk yeah. next about okay how do you invest in right. or build a superpower but be aware of where you are if you are a rookie and you say i'm going to become a great leader well you're going to you're going to lead a dying business <laughs> so you're gonna lead no one you're going to lead no you don't one you have any money to hire staff so early on you know to help you shorten your list marketing prospecting technical knowledge yeah. those are the type of things that you need to get really good at right love that so let's talk about the next step or pro- in the process which is after you've identified one is to invest in it. Uh, we love shortcuts around here. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we want to encourage you to find shortcuts to invest in things because when you invest, you're getting all that knowledge from wherever you're investing in. Yep. And right? I'll say typically a shortcut is, oh, you're, you're going to sacrifice quality. You know, don't take shortcuts. Don't take shortcuts. But there are things, there are ways of finding out things and learning things much faster than most that get you much better results faster. That's, that's the shortcut we're talking about. Yeah. So... Obviously, if you're doing this, you understand you have a mindset of self-improvement. That, that, that This is the beginning of a journey to build your superpower. I remember mm-hmm. talking about this earlier, again, with the planning of um, uh, my kids and I actually just watched the Superman movie, one of the more recent ones. And like he was a kid once and he had it was like tr- little Superman training. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, even superheroes have to kind of grow up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so I, I wonder if people don't invest in it because they don't have a vision for like how important it is. Mm. Like they kind of, I think the industry says get better at all these things, but, but people don't because they don't see like, you know, you spoke, I don't know, that was two weeks ago in front of this group, Mm -hmm. paid you well for an hour and a half of your time. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and I'm getting texts while you're talking. He's crushing it. And I'm like, oh, sweet things. But like, you have to have a vision for that. How many years ago did you take that speaking course from that guy? Eight years ago. Right. Seven years right, ago. Right. And, and see, feeling super uncomfortable in that, in that training, you know, uh, and not being very good. Oh, no, I know? came up across the flash drive and my wife plugged into her computer and was watching <laughs> the recording of me on day one. <laughs> and you're just, just dying inside. <laughs> you know, you're just like, but like anything, I think, I mean, even right. Tony Robbins has said, said at times, like, I just started doing it. Yeah. And, and, and everybody that's done anything really well has stories of doing it really poorly yeah. to start. Like, just, just get going at it. And so yeah. on the investment side of things, it's not something where you say, I want to have a superpower and me thinking about it is going to will it to be. Like there's, there's action to that. For sure. You, know, you go to the gym, it's not like, I'm just going to show up and get bigger. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm going to have a plan. I'm going to lift heavy. It's going to hurt. I'm going to stretch before, stretch at. Like there is an intentionality behind it that, that gets right. you into super power realm. Right. So you have to really to invest in this. And we we believe really that there there is an ongoing average path, which is they kind of think about this in like as a niche. You know, like they, they think mm-hmm. it's a we're not talking about that. That's, That's right. It's, it's, it's a wrong concept entirely. If you want to be elite, you have to invest in this. And that that can be very difficult. We talk about this. I remember back to, I don't know, it was episode two, three, or four in that rookie stage of like, yeah, you're going to have to invest in your growth yep. um, heavily because you don't know much, right? So you have to invest in mentors, courses, books, conferences, um, you know, those are the kind of things. I think you said to me years ago, books are amazing because, you know, for $20, you are getting a year or two worth of someone else's work to compile great ideas. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, readers lead and leaders read. That Books are amazing. Um, there's nothing that quite replaces being around other people that are already doing it. Yeah. You know, it kind of it raises you to a different level. Yeah. If you joined a group, uh, whether it's a mastermind, some type of other industry group, and there was 10 people with superpowers in there, yeah. I dare you to try not to have one a year later. Yeah. And so that there's the average path, which is, hey, I'm going to read or jump on some webinars or observe. Great. Maybe in 10 years you have a superpower. But there is a path that's, you know, you have it in two or three. Yeah. You know, the problem is not there isn't information. It's mm-hmm. are you going to make an effort to be singular in your focus about that information you take in, yep. you know? And I I'm think all- the, the thing we're trying to, the, the, the lie we're trying to fight against is that g- being a generalist is the best option. Yeah. Like just be pretty good at a bunch of things and you're going to be elite someday. I'll tell you from being on these trips and sitting in rooms with advisors that, that make me feel small in what they've accomplished in the size of their business, there's really no generalist in that room. Yeah. They, they maybe were at one point until they figured out they had to be something different. They're all great at something. That's right. And we want to encourage you who, who hear our voice right now, you can be great at something. Mm-hmm. You just have to pursue it uh, with focus. So after you've identified what you want to pursue, you've invested, you have to start to develop it. And you're, you know, we, we use this phrase around the office all the time with GetMo of good, good enough to move on, G-E-T-M-O. Um, you have to, for instance, just... Like you were going to speak. I wonder if you do remember, do you remember your first speaking? How After you charged? That? Oh, my first. Yeah. $1,000 and they paid yeah. for my hotel and ticket. <laughs> you know, you're not charging enough when your expenses are more than your, your actual speaking fee. But, but yeah, the idea is that you, you have to just start charging for this one day. We actually got a communication with an advisor today and it was like, how do I talk about charging for advice? Cause they're going through one of our training programs. And yep. it was like, you just kind of say you, 
Well, you know, I charge for advice. Yeah, right, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> uh, so the point is you have to just start doing it. And um, the biggest obstacle for any of these is always the the individual. Because this Tell is all more about done, that. Meaning that our, our brain will fight yes. adamantly against change, discomfort. And so whatever our minds want to come up with is, is why we are disqualified or shouldn't pursue that. What it took for me to overcome that was was exposure to people that have already done it. Because that removes that removes the excuse. Yeah. When someone's like, oh, that's a great story, but mine is worse. <laughs> you know, my obstacles are bigger and I look where I am now. Then you're just like, okay, now, the only thing left is I'm choosing not to do it. Yeah. The information is there. It's it's the will to do it is the is the only variable. Yeah, and, and it's and it's 100% in your control. That is that is equally the realization of what you just said, which is it is the the difference between having superpower and not having superpower is simply your will or desire to pursue it mm-hmm. is equally empowering as it is debilitating yeah. because you realize, oh my gosh, it's it's up to me. That's right. right? It's up to me. And even I have low days, you know, but that's where For you sure. have accountability. You have, you know, mastermind partners. Like you, you create your environment. I mean, it's the Atomic Habits book. Yeah. Like set your environment and surroundings up in such a way that it increases your probability of success. Absolutely. It's not go sit on an island um, with a bunch of limiting beliefs and just grind it out to be yeah. like that's to, that's not the best path either. And so if if that for you is a struggle, you're saying Andy Sten, I hear you. I want a superpower. I even think I have it. I just don't know if I'm you know know how to level it up. Then go talk to people. Like just just go find people to lean in and push you and do it because that's probably just the last piece. So the last part of developing a superpower is to specialize and to to delegate. So. You know, you when you start to get some success in this, and you recognize like, oh, this is this is working for me. Mm-hmm. Um, then I think that you, you it, it creates a lot. I think you start to speed up in your momentum. Oh yeah, you know because you realize, oh wait, this is working. I should I should lean into this more and more and more. Yeah. Um, I, I get a visual of, of of superhero that all of a sudden is like lifting buses. Yeah, and the first time they do it, they're like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? They maybe throw it too high or they run right. it. Until over time they start refining it, right? So you may find a superpower and see results from it. This last stage is like, okay, how do I how do I dial this thing in? Yeah, and also understanding like like you said, it's almost like, oh, I didn't realize I could do that. What if I do this? And you start to tra- test the limits. Yep. Um, so you know your your return on investment of your superpower could be tremendous, mm-hmm. tremendous. I think of some you know people just like pick the Apple stock, you yeah. know, like <laughs> oh that was a good pick, yep. you know, and just kind of wrote that. So. The, the big part of this is you do get to a point where you have the superpower, you've developed it, and you 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 and I have talked about bringing in people around you to sort of support that, mm-hmm. support that superpower. So where does the who not how idea mm-hmm. come into place when it comes to you develop a superpower? Just give me an example of someone who has a specific superpower and then how they would bring in a who around them. I think there's two sides to this. One, you can develop a superpower faster if you have people helping you. That if I was a solo practitioner with with no support or admin, I don't have time to focus on this or build it. So as soon as I uh, Jamie joined the team, I gave her 70% of the stuff I was doing. Mm. And then when uh, Chris joined the team, gave him 60% of the stuff I was doing. And so as I was able to delegate kind of the who, not how, who, who can help me do this versus how can Sten do it better, my superpower is getting stronger and stronger until the point to where you start realizing like, well, I need to be like, this is, if I pour gas on this, like, can we even handle what comes next? That today it's, 
can Sten do two things with his day? I think that is equally as exciting as it is unbelievable to some people. Not like unbelievable as exciting, mm-hmm. as in like, but they're like, what? Oh, yeah. Because the idea that you could, because, you know, people are doing the math. Like, okay, you got rid of 70% of what he's doing. Then got rid of 60%. Like, what just happened there? Like, like you do, but you realize, like, you can just keep taking things away yep. if you bring the right people around you. Yep. And then what do you, I think the question you have to ask yourself if you're listening is if you took away 70%, if you hired someone that took 70% of what you don't need to be doing away and you're left with that and then you expand and you hire someone else that's going to take half of what you're doing, what are you left with? What, what are you doing? And honestly, you're, you're left with doing things you're great at. Yeah. And if that scares you, it, it, it probably means you're, most of the stuff you're doing right now, you shouldn't be. And you're worried that there'd be nothing left. Because the fear of the unknown is like, what would I do with that time? And that's uncomfortable. Wait, I'd maybe have to call prospects. I'd maybe have to speak in front of groups. I'd have to uh, take more certifications to get better at my role for the team. Versus, it, just, it opens this box a little bit of. So, so if they, so let's just say if, if you're listening and you knew what your superpower was, and you would be excited by taking all those things away because you're like, oh my gosh, I could do that one superpower like mm-hmm. all the time. Yep. Or not all the time, but a vast majority as of much time. as I can. Yeah, yeah. And the hope is for everybody. Again, being a lead advisor doesn't mean you make the most money. It, but what if you could work less, make more, and have more impact? That, that every advisor we talk to, like if you ask, like what if, what if you accomplish that? They'd be like, yeah, that sounds great. Well, to do that, you need people to help you. You need to be ferocious about what you spend your time on in your day. And the path is there. I mean, the path is there. We yeah. know it. We we teach it. But part of it is, and if we can lean into people and say, in order to have an elite practice, being an elite advisor, you need to have some elite skills. And the last part of specializing and delegating is that you have to know the difference between good and great opportunities. I was, uh, we mm-hmm. were speaking with some of our advisors, it was last month, I think, and we, we were talking about how the challenge goes from I need to get opportunities to managing the opportunities. And we were talking about this today. These, you know, we have like four or five meetings next week with these potential just people that might help us in our business. And it's, mm-hmm. It's not, gosh, who do we, who could help us to like, we have to decide which one of these do we That's want. Right. And, yep. and so at, and we were trying to prepare you for an, the, the next level of challenge when you have a superpower is how are you going to use it? Mm-hmm. Because if you're great at speaking, you could speak a lot of different places, but who are you going to speak to? If you're great uh, at marketing, you know, you have to decide what marketing platforms to use or what you're going to actually market. So when you think about, good and great opportunities with your superpower. What do you think about? When we started measuring results, that changed everything. Because there's so many things that feel good, feel like activity, but I can't trust my gut to be right all the time. And again, data is not everything, but if, if I can track and say, okay, based on what I'm doing, we're getting results. We're, get, we're adding more of the right clients and revenues yeah. going up. That informs keep doing what you're doing. Right. If, if it's like, man, I'm busy working a lot, but the needle's not moving. You know, you're probably misusing your superpower. Yeah. And most advisors don't track that data. I'll tell you, I, I, I started doing it a year and a half, two years ago in a serious way. And it's not, I'm tracking 50 things. And we talked about that on the scorecard episode. I'm tracking eight to 10 key things that are telling me, hey, and I'm not doing, I'm doing it every month. So I know sooner than later, stop that thing. Yeah. That's not a good use of money. And so the superpower is one component of an elite practice, but it is the one when I look back that it's like, man, that really paid off. Yeah. So I hope you're encouraged by this conversation because, you know, I think superpowers are like personality tests where like mm-hmm. you don't fail it. You just, you just, it just, 
you, you learn it, mm-hmm. right? You, you identify what is what is your personality, whatever's yeah. your tendency, whatever. But can, can we talk about some of the superpowers you don't want to have in our industry? I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> you do. What, is, what was the one we said? You do not want to have a superpower of finding opportunity where there is none. <laughs> Or selling something somebody doesn't need. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. That was the first one you said. You said our industry is big on, our industry believes that the greatest superpower you could have is is selling things to people who don't need them. And I was like, dang, that's funny because it's so true. It is. Not in a bad way, but it's just go get out, go get them, you know. Yeah, like, I don't know if they need that, but I sold it anyway. Good job. Yeah, you hit your number. Yeah. Um, That's not, just to be clear, that is not a industry's mad at us now, but. They'll get over it. Energy's like the market. Like, it's a thing, but it's not. Short short memory, hopefully. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for that. And we we hope you're encouraged by this, and we hope that you will listen back to episode one uh, and identify what uh, yours is and then work to to develop it so that you can really find that elite path, not the average path. And share it with us. I mean, if you're you're saying, hey, here's a superpower you guys didn't mention – there's a lot we didn't get to cover, uh, and it's fun hearing about it. You know, our hope is someday as we do live events and things, that on everybody's name tag is their superpower. Like, this is who I am, this is what I do best, and I don't try to do everything I shouldn't. Well, that concludes our discussion on advisor superpowers. We'd love to know what's your superpower, and what do you do to develop and use it to help your business grow? So you can drop us a note at stenmorgan.com slash podcast. That's stenmorgan.com slash podcast and let us know. And lastly, if this show has been helpful in your development as an advisor, can you help us out by leaving a review on iTunes? You can open the Apple Podcast app on your device, find our show, and you can leave a review there. Thanks again for listening and for being part of our community. We appreciate you very much.